Blog Talk Radio. How are you? Doing all right. Uh, every, every, you, 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 you okay? Seem, are you running? You yeah, running? Ran fast. Get in place. 
Yeah, everything's cool. Well, we've uh, there's a lot there's a lot going on. We've got the rumble this Sunday. Uh, you're going to be in the house. So we'll get uh, yeah. Well, next week we'll get you give you a live perspective, but um, so we'll find out what what, what your weekend is looking like. And you know, we had some stuff happening on TV headed into the Royal Rumble, and it's a little weird for me. This is uh, it's getting major now. It's one thing to check out at the end of the year, you know, and don't pay attention to TLC. Um, you know, not a ton of stuff was being forwarded. Or always things were being mm-hmm. forwarded, but just not a ton of exciting stuff. So it's like, well, hey, if I'm going to miss some some stuff, whatever. I don't care about December. There's a lot of Lashley stuff dragging on. And, but I, I I do have to admit, I didn't know. I, I thought the Rumble was next Sunday. Uh, I do have to admit, when when it became obvious, like, oh, shit, the Rumble is Sunday, like, Oh, I have a decision to make. Like, am I really going to ignore the Royal Rumble as I've been ignoring everything the last eight, twelve weeks, or however long it's been? So, yeah, Sunday it's going to be like, okay, what am I, what am, what am I doing? Literally at, at you know seven o'clock or whenever the show starts. Um, I think that's too big a show to miss, so I might. This might be my my splash back into because once I watch the rumble and you, I mean you can't like I I hear you I understand the point that you're making but you literally can't like your your job <laughs> depends on oh your I know story. and I know this is yeah, like you, you at some can't. point like I can't like just this can't continue I mean it's fine especially with the, the yeah. format we have now <laughs> but at some point <laughs> it's literally just yeah. gonna become fan not a fan we're gonna go back to that. I think I think this is that moment. I thought the yeah. new year, simply by being a new year, was going. I was like, oh, Raw's I watched the first Raw of the new year. It came and I was just like, I, I don't care. But I think uh yeah, I think Sunday might be might be uh might be it. And a lot of people jump in and the rumble and say it's WrestleMania season and it's the official Start of WrestleMania season, so yeah. I, I'm sure WWE helps a lot of people start tuning in. God damn, um, not doing so great ratings wise for Raw SmackDown, uh, but we already knew that. So, so yeah, uh, rambling aside, my stuff aside, what is the uh, what is the top top thing happening this week or this week? Yeah, made a rumble. Yeah, exactly. You nailed it. It's absolutely yeah. the Royal Rumble. Um, you know, and, and the way that you know that it's um, that it's the Royal Rumble, uh, the main event of Raw that they've kind of been building to for a month and a half went five minutes. Um, and that's the mixed tag with Lawn and Lashley versus Rusev and Liv. Lashley and okay. Lawn won a five-minute tag match. Feel like Rogue. Like, Were they up against the the hour? Like was it you know? Kind of sure, far? they didn't. The match didn't start until nine fifty five. Okay, so it was just like I was like, well, what in the world? Yeah. yeah, okay, that's ridiculous, right? Um, but no, full tilt Royal Rumble. Um, you know now it's 
not, and it's been a few years, but it's very it's commonplace that there is a men and women's Royal Rumble um, here to stay as it should be. Um, and, and really, the polls were kind of set around things we expect, um, things they've been building to, things they've been alluding to. So we kind of went through that. You know, this is the first year that we don't, and we being you and I and the circles we move in, that we kind of don't know who's going to win the Royal Rumble. You know, um, yeah, it's not a foregone. It doesn't seem, and you know, I've not been paying attention, but you can't help but you know, you still have the same friends and follow uh-huh. the same <laughs> Twitters and all that. Uh, there doesn't seem like a like in the. I took the field, and so I think every option that there was a field, I was like field. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah, it's super interesting. So, so we can just really go down it. Um, we did do a poll on Twitter, um, ran about a day. Um, the first question was, who wins the Men's Royal Rumble? Um, 11% said Brock Lesnar, 42% said Roman Reigns, and 47% said The Field, um, you know, which is interesting. Like, it still means that the majority of people think that one of those two is going to win. Um, you know, Almost as many people that took The Field think that Roman Reigns is going to win. And conventional wisdom says – and I've been saying it for weeks and weeks on whatever show I've been on that, you know, they've successfully, you know, rebuilt him. Like the goodwill for Roman Reigns is – I can't even say it's back. Like as a as a singular act, um, you know, and, and you can't – you know, you talked about ratings. I can't really figure those into this. But as far as people's reaction to him, the things he does, the things he says, um, I think this is as good as it's – you know, this is the best reaction there's been for him since he finished second in the Rumble to Batista. I'd say that's where we are, seriously. <laughs> Four years um, ago, five years. Yeah, right? Oh. Five? Shit, shit. That was WrestleMania 30, remember? So that's five years ago. Yeah. Ooh, oh, my God, it's 2020. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, is it five years ago or six years ago, Travis? No, it's, it's six. That was 2014. Because this is WrestleMania 36, right? Oh, well, 2014, he was still... That was the one where Batista won, and the and they won at Reigns. It was the next year, fifteen. No, exactly. That's the, what I'm saying. So twenty five. Okay, yeah, yeah. So five years. years. Yep. Wow. So six. Whatever. You're right. It's six. Yeah. So wow. Um. Okay. Um. But I mean, there's still a, a decent amount of people who think Brock Lesnar is going to win, and that feeds into so a poll we'll, we'll get to later. But the second poll was who wins the women's Royal Rumble: Shayna Baszler or the Field. Here's where I didn't 66, take it. Yeah, 65% Shayna Baszler, uh, 35% the field. So two out of three people feel she's going to win. Um, I've heard Sasha winning it and facing Bailey. I don't think they go to that this soon. What? Um, First off, yeah. that's, that, if, if, if they chose to do that, that would be such an egregious, like, who's booking this crap moment? If Sasha mm-hmm. Banks won the Rumble and she went on to face Bailey at WrestleMania for, I don't care, what championship. And especially if uh, Shane Bates was in that match and just gets eliminated. I don't care. Spectacular way to, I don't care how you do it. She, and you have the opportunity to have her be the, the person and you choose Sasha in this moment. That's egregious. 
You can get to Sasha and Bailey all kinds of ways. You don't have to have Sasha win the Rumble. Yeah, but I think that, you know, they're, they're doing this really cool thing with, with Oscar and Becky. That's a big deal. And, and, again, I think Becky's biggest strength is that, you know, she builds up her opponents in a way very few people know how to. It makes things that happened before seem to really matter. Like, it's good writing, but that's also very good performance on her part. Um, yeah, I, and I, 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 I saw, said that match. I'm sorry, but she, she said about Oscar, Becky did, like she she said had this thing where she ran through this list or so sort of like you know I beat them all but I but somehow made Oscar I'm like trying to think back like oh damn nice pull from like history like to remind people mm-hmm. uh, of the the brief history that y'all do have but it but it went it went Oscar's way no remember I said at a point being the nerd that I am mm-hmm. that there there was a paper rock scissors between. Charlotte, Becky, and Oscar, because Becky couldn't beat Oscar, Oscar couldn't beat Charlotte, and Charlotte couldn't beat Becky. Um, at least like like head up at that I moment like, for like that year that they were mm-hmm. so that they had that going. That was a nice uh, uh, try, and they and they and they talked about it like it, or they you know positioned themselves that way and, and were able to get mm-hmm. their so that was, take their long time stuff, take their long yeah. So yeah, I can't. Um, like, I don't think that Bailey's in a strong enough position to where the winner of the Rumble chooses to face her. Right. Um, but so yeah, I think that you know Shayna being booked as hot as she was um, going into Survivor Series, I just think that's that's a, a built-in WrestleMania main event. They might main event. I don't think that closes the show, uh, but. Depending on how they build it up, like that could be that could be that. Um, so Plus, yeah, did you see her performance in that battle royal number one contender on NXT a week or two ago? Like, she was fucking yeah. shit up and throwing everybody out. Yeah. So yeah, so doing that on a larger scale, I don't, there's yeah. there's almost no question in my mind that she gets the most eliminations, um, win or lose. I think she she runs through. Them. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, poll number three: Who is the most eliminations in the men's Royal Rumble? Fifty-four percent said Drew McIntyre, forty-six percent say the field. They have really like made an effort to not only make him strong but to give him a lot of personality in the last month or so. So I think that he's going to be the standout performance in a loss. Um, and they're going to hopefully over the next you know six months treat him like the big deal we've been hoping they would. Um, so yeah, I think where, where did you go on that one? Uh, the field. Okay, and I, and I think that's that's probably I mean, because I haven't mean, been watching and I have, I don't see exactly. Like, oh wow, they're really getting behind the back. I hear it, but I mm-hmm. just doesn't connect. Is he calling himself yeah. sexy on TV? Is that something? I heard? He, he called himself sexy the first week. I was like, oh okay, that's a thing. So him and Randy, <laughs> I, I think him and Randy Orton are slated <laughs> for a WrestleMania match probably. Um, you know, which is I mean, you can I be in worse places. We, we spots if you're true. Yeah, a one-on-one match with Randy Orton at WrestleMania is it's, it ain't the Undertaker, but it ain't Mick Foley either. You know, um, it's and it's not a knock to Mick Foley because Mick Foley's you know that's Edge's biggest match, but it's saying like a a a singles well-known wrestler that people care about and invest in. You're a step above one, not quite at the other. Um, okay. So the fourth poll. Who faces Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? And you should have seen me typing this out because, you know, 
people love to nitpick when you, when you post a poll on a thing that you can't edit. So uh, it was who faces Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Um, let me see. I got it right here. Yeah, so, no, I got, I got a text from my mom about some warning about something I would never touch. Um, but 71% the person who eliminates him uh, faces Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. 3% say the Royal Rumble winner faces Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. And 26% say A and B are the same person. Um, and, I, and I wanted to make sure I included that because I knew that was going to come up. But, yeah, um, you know, my idea the whole time has been whoever wins the Royal Rumble is who chooses to face the Fiend. Um, and that's me taking it from Reigns. And whoever eliminates Brock Lesnar is who faces him at WrestleMania. Um, you know, there's rumblings that Cain Velasquez is going to be in the Royal Rumble. Um, so maybe they go, you know, with that as their, their spectacle match. Um, but I mean, I guess what I think. Though. I think is, that is Kane going to get another shot? Is that what you're saying? At WrestleMania, I, I, you know what I think is Brock Lesnar. You know, he calls a shot. You know, he when he wants to wrestle Goldberg, he wrestles Goldberg. Um, so I think that you know, no, no, I, I get. I mean, I, that part I understand. Like, the, I'm saying, like the in real life, the logic stuff, of, they of real life that is getting that shot. Yeah, I mean, who else is up there right now, man? Like, um, how do you get the first fucking match? <laughs> exactly, exactly, right? Yeah, like that um, <laughs> so I can see, you know, Brock Lesnar is so furious. He wants to finally put this guy down, and he'll put his belt on the line to do it. You know, they can talk their way into that. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think that the person who eliminated Brock Lesnar also wins the world, because I don't think Brock Lesnar lasts. You know, I told you, but he's going to be on the plane by 12. So, yeah. I think that happens early. It's what it is, and maybe they get into a big fight during the match. I don't know. But I think that one goes away pretty quickly. And then the last poll, um, and, and Monday night informed this some. The last poll was, who has the bigger, I can't believe he wasn't eliminated moment. Um, you know, the, the kind of stalwart, the always there that is Kofi Kingston, got 55% of the vote, and Ricochet got 45% of the vote. Here's how I know I chose the right two people. I didn't get a single tweet about how it was going to be another guy. What happened Monday that's what happened. that informed your um, So Ricochet came out and basically said, I'll fight you, Brock Lesnar. I'm not scared of you. Oh. Uh, when Brock Lesnar was, was talking big with Paul Heyman. Um, and Ricochet did get laid out, <laughs> even though he, you know, got 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 out of it. But yeah, Ricochet was the guy to kind of come out and challenge Brock um, without previous information. So I think that you know Ricochet ends up doing something interesting with how athletic he is. Um, I'm still gonna say Kofi because I think if Kofi doesn't win, you still give him that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think it's those two guys. Are both going to have a cool, I can't believe that happened moment, I believe. Yeah, hopefully they just, they they can be creative with that. And they have been. I've never, they've never gone over the, over the, you know, trying to do too much. But, 
you know, you could see this being the year that they go, oh, remember the thing you wouldn't let it do three years ago, Vince? Can we, can we, can we try that? And then, okay, fine, and just over ambitious. The worst thing you can do is, you know, he's got a nice highlight reel, decade long of, of Royal Rumble moments, saving himself and doing all that. You know, you don't want to. <laughs> you know, yeah, fuck that up because you you just trying to you know give the fans a little too much. Being over, yep. like I said, over ambitious. So, so yeah, that's um, that's about it. I'm I usually don't approach it like this. Like I've been to, I think I've been to one Rumble before, uh, the one in San Antonio, and so. Like, I'm usually in the mindset of, oh, I'm going to sit back and, and see what transpires. I'm going to be there watching it unfold. Um, yeah, yeah, not knowing who is going to win like I did the last time I was there. Like, I, my buddy, uh, you know, because everybody knows I'm from San Antonio, my buddy brought his son to the show, and there was some type of contest where he got to win pre-nachos if he knew who was going to win the Rumble. So I told him, I was like, yeah, Randy Orton's going to win. And lo and behold, he's on camera with pre-nachos. It was great. So I can't do that this time, you know, um, which is not a bad feeling. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Wondering what's gonna happen. Like I, I do feel like Roman Reigns is gonna win. I do feel like Shayna Baszler is gonna win. I don't know who's gonna eliminate Brock, but I think that becomes a big storyline. Um, you know, I, I think that the Fiend beats Daniel Bryan, um, and I think that Becky retains in two matches. I expect to be really good. So and yeah, and there's. In the Brock poll, uh, who eliminates him or uh, the person who he who does he face? The person that eliminates him, uh, what, uh, somebody else. Or a and B is the same person. I uninfo- I completely forgot that Bray Wyatt is the, the other champion, is the Universal Champion at this in SmackDown, and I might not, I might have voted differently. Like, oh. Because the Rumble winners are going to ask to face Bray Wyatt? Why would anybody like blockbuster wise and like because I have stories like okay I can't even drop a fucking truck on his head and go check out. All they got to say is (laughs) these legends you in there they haven't booked him in a goddamn Yeah I got to say you have to face the person on on the brand you're on unless you're from NXT. You know, that yeah. eliminates a week of programming, but that, that would get it done. And it would, but that would also be arbitrary. Like, why wait? Since when? It's always been pick who the fuck you want. That's the whole point. You know, the oh, thing of Travis that. Or yeah, I just remember the Undertaker going down that line of three champions, Lashley, Triple H, yeah, Lashley, 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 Batista, yeah, whoever else. <laughs> I've got Lashley's face, like. Stop it. <laughs> I really want your, your your one hour on sci-fi title. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It wasn't even the 17 pounds of platinum belt. It was that old bullshit. You see that, you that I'm sure somebody likes, but whatever. Um, yeah. All right. Um, what'd you think of Dynamite and or NXT from last week? Um, I feel like I watched NXT last week. People tell me Alex Shelley's not mid. Alex Shelley's proven that he's mid. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, whatever. Um, but who was like saying Alex Shelley's a superstar and should be like on national TV? A million people on my Twitter feed were like, "Yo, you sleeping on Alex Shelley? He was great. He was tagged over the years." Oh yeah, yeah, no, he was. Mm-hmm. What, in '05, if we were having this conversation, I wouldn't. I'd be like, but I, "Alex Shelley ain't mid." Yeah. But what I remember about Alex Shelley was he was the less athletic guy in the Motor City Machine Guns. But he was still the better uh, overall. Like, who who you want to watch? Alex Shelley or Chris Sabin? Uh, I would want to watch Chris Sabin. <laughs> I would want to watch Chris Sabin genuinely. But okay, like I can be wrong about that. Um, Is it or just like not like Alex Shelley? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, I'm more. Like this week is more, you know, you have Jericho Cruz this week, so that'll be an interesting looking uh, AEW show. Um, Keith Lee, Roderick Jericho, who? Like Jericho Cruz. Like the shows from the Jericho Cruz. Oh, the cruise, the, the boat, the, the, the cruise ship. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, what? The, 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 the Jericho boat. Who asked on Twitter? Um, was it Jermaine? Not Jermaine. I can't think of his name. Uh, how many people you think were on that boat? Over 25 or under 25? He, he put up a poll and it was like three to one. How many what were on the boat? Black people. Or maybe people of color. Oh. I don't know how you bring it. Oh, yeah. You're not getting stuck out there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you got, you got Keith Lee, Roger Strong as kind of a last televised thing going into the weekend. Like, yo, that's the hell of a thing. Friday. Oh, last thing televised I'm going to watch. I'm sorry. Oh. Um, <laughs> but yeah. But you get no oh, amazing job. You got to watch this. <laughs> I mean, no, that's it. Next week. Not I say this week. Next week. Mm. Um, but yeah, so... Um, the interesting thing that happened was AEW did nine nine hundred thousand, and NXT did seven hundred thousand. Um, so the same from oh 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 I'm thinking of it's, no 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 yeah so basically the repeat from the week before that got them so mm-hmm. there, there, there. yeah I mean I think that's kind of how it's going to settle in. Right, I mean it's NXT. NXT outside of, um, I think even when they were unopposed, or when NXT had a show and 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 and, and uh, or some kind of a show, they still didn't do. They did like six hundred, and then you could say, well, that was the holidays or whatever, and it was. But I think NXT has has a loyal audience, but. A, a capped one. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. I don't get it. Because it's like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? And I was worried that NXT was going to suffer going to two hours. Um, but they, they, they've managed to keep the the soul of NXT or, you know, that, you know, without the, you know, but I think that's what people don't like. Oh, I want to see the squash matches. Like, even people that like good yeah, I, I just it's weird the people that don't or that say NXT was okay, and then I watch like the uh, highlights of uh, Dynamite, like what they said was like so great, and I'm like, that's 
I just look at like what's sustainable and what's not. And and the NXT formula is, is, is just much more not to make it another NXT versus AEW thing, even though that's sort of how you frame it. Well, it's it. not even versus. But even like in the negative, you, say, like, you know, stocks a ton of fans and shit. But just Yeah. When the numbers came out, I was like and I said that basically. I was like, I don't know what AEW is doing right, but they're but clearly it's working. And people mm-hmm. were like, well, you know, it's new and it's not the same thing every week. And I'm like, you know, I, I don't. Well, my thing is like, I, I don't doing something new just because it's new isn't what's interesting to me. Like doing what's good is more interesting. And oh. NXT. Um, and, and now people people even counter with that. They're like, I know what I'm going to get from NXT. I know it's going to be good matches. A lot of people feel like the NXT matches don't matter. Like, it's the opposite of, like, the truth, though. I agree that it's the opposite of the truth. Um, like, but look at this last NXT. Uh, like, uh, you had... Uh, persistence is reality. Uh, perception yeah, is reality. You had, you had a cruiserweight number one contenders match, a really good one <laughs> with Swerve and Breeze and Rush. You had two semifinals matches for the Dusty Classic, which were way better than the one contenders before. match. Yeah, you had a number one contenders match for the women's championship. Like those are all things that absolutely matter. You know, like it's all like determining title contention. And even what? even Caden Cross getting. Austin Theory getting a win, and and you know that 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 matters for certainly for Austin Theory's future and for the future. You know if they want him to be be somebody and you know whoever be, uh, 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 Bianca well that was the week before you know Bianca Belair beat Caden Cross in like a you know a, a not quite a squash match but an, certainly an enhancement match this week or last week it was me and Yim I think beating her or, or whatever it's like these. Even that matters. It might not be the most exciting match. It might just be a eight minutes to kind of like get to the next thing. That, but to me, it all matters. It certainly matters to me. In the future, and Kate Cross is a talent and trying to be somebody. You know, two and three years from now, matters to her. It used to matter. You know, shit. I don't. Yeah. That's yeah. That's the last thing I would say. NXT matches don't matter. It's like, wow, what a you've gotten to the. Where, yeah, that weird way you've come all the way full in a weird full. Yeah, you, you've decided it's a thing. It's weird to define that down, but yeah, I. Um, again, AEW like has some good stuff about it, but like, the stories don't interest me. And so, if the stories don't interest me, I need the matches to be good, and they're fine, but they're not. Nothing special is happening. And, and another thing people say, like they like the big arena feel. Um, that has never been like other than when I'm playing uh, like 2K and I want to be in like a cool arena what it looks like outside of the ring other than like the Halloween Havoc stage has never mattered to me <laughs> ever I just don't care because it's about what the wrestlers are doing so, and that's yeah, weird because most, most of the fans that are accepting and and Full, full throttle fans, you know, of AEW are like certainly used to not big arenas. 
They they like if any fan base should should be able to appreciate. You don't have to be in the biggest arena to put on good shows to draw people. Mm-hmm. You don't need that. Uh, to then I mean, turn think, around and use that as like a, well, I like the big big arena feel. It's like yeah. okay, that's, I don't know. That's weird. Being WWE like to some people is a curse on NXT. Um, I, I, again, not not for me and you. Um, and but they're not. Think like that, but AEW is is WWE like. Like yes. Uh, the matches are, you know, uh, certainly way more indie-rific than WWE would ever put on their TV. But the way they format their segments, the way they had their bullshit sports entertainment, 15-minute <laughs> opening, you know, with no wrestling and just talking bullshit, their their just silly gimmicks and their factions. And again, WWE, WWE doesn't own the idea of factions or anything, but it's like if anybody's WWE likes like, the NXT ain't shit like WWE main TV. Like, that's why they're good. Like, that's, again, these weird, like, counterintuitive arguments. They, just, they don't, that doesn't work for me. And for very easily expressible reasons. Like, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Like, not that, that I don't want to. Say AEW, I, I hesitate when I say they're WWE light because in a lot of ways they they aren't. They're doing their own thing. Um, I wish, in a lot of ways, it's like I wish they would take the cue from from WWE, but but it's mostly <laughs> how they present themselves and the indie feel, and and that's mostly to do with the talent and how they uh, pre- present the talent uh, more, mm-hmm. than, and 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 also how they wrestle. And it's just, and that's another thing I'm going to have to start watching again because I can't talk shit about something that's so far in the rear view and going off this six-week idea of it. <clears throat> I need to get more pressure. If I'm gonna, I don't know if say it sound like this, but if I'm going to in any way ridicule something, it should be like fresh, fresh information I'm basing it on. It's always good to be able to back up your insults. Right. I take pride in that. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's open this thing. Are you up. wait 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 before we do that? Oh, yeah. Are yeah, you yeah. are you are you throwing are you throwing your pants into the ring for the sweatpants battle royal? I I tweeted Faye and said I think I'm going to because she spelled it G R E Y gray pants and I was like I think I'm going to have to I'm going to die on this gray gray hill. I can see you recognize gray the color as. Uh, G-R-A-Y. Um, um, <laughs> yes, I've been petty. Uh, but yes, I'm actually wearing gray sweatpants right now. Uh, you know, pouring it up, but I'm in my I own like apartment. She was like, she was like, get trained, and I was like, no. I feel like you. I feel like you might be able to say that you have enough experience to really go participate. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. Um, I don't know. Like now, like I want to go to WrestleMania now. Because I feel like that's my friend, so I could like I want to be the timekeeper in my gray sweatpants. <laughs> Just ring the bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is that's hilarious. I mean, I, shout out to her. <laughs> shout out to Faith Jack. Yeah, shout out to her. joke. I'm seeing that and going, okay, let's make some money with this because I can. Yeah. 
turning turning a joke into like an actual thing people are interested in, people are gonna be in town, people wanna participate. Like that that's really cool. Like I think she's um it, it's weird, Travis, and it's not just us, so I don't wanna make it sound like we're like just those cool guys. But yeah. we have like this crazy access to people who are like on the indies now that and, and social media is responsible for so much of it. But like sure. five years ago, doing what we do, we couldn't have just reached out to an indie wrestler and said, hey, let's do this interview. Hey, let's talk here. Hey, do you want to collaborate on this? And now that's like a possibility. Like, I got the thing coming up in three weeks in San Antonio. It's just like... Certainly, certainly yeah. not year one of this thing. Year five mm-hmm. or six, maybe. And I think we even did. We talked to folks and, you know, we had some recognition. Um, but it's also the proliferation, how the medium is seen as legitimate. Mm-hmm. Like, it might feel Absolutely. like, in, in my way, you know, these motherfuckers, these Johnny come lately. I've been podcasting since, oh, wait, motherfucker, kind of, you know, thing. But it's like, if there, if everybody and their mom wasn't doing a podcast, people wouldn't take, not every single podcast, but people wouldn't take podcasts as a medium. Uh, and just you know, as as legit again, what one reason you you would have to be like Wade Keller, a newsmaker, a news writer, not maker, but a news writer, journalist, to get and to have those contacts. Um, now you could be you just have a fairly entertaining show on the internet and decent contacts still, but this makes you know it, it's just different people. Uh, People approach and see see us and people that do things like we do differently. It's the reason why the Dead Ass Girls podcast are in a fucking book right now. Um, oh, really? They, yeah, they're um, yeah. yeah I, I should have this no by heart now. I've seen it so many times on, on Instagram, and Twitter. But yes, they are part of, of of a book that a book about. I don't know if it was about women's wrestling. I think it was about women's wrestling. But a lot of uh, the, the media and social aspects around wrestling and women's wrestling that time in particular. Yeah. Well, shout out to um, them, man. That's great. And they were a part of it. But yes, so because of that, the, things like that can happen. And they're just, again, two two women from the Bronx who like wrestling. Mm-hmm. Well, you heard it first here, guys. Travis Bryant and Cameron Hawkins, mm-hmm. participants in the first ever <laughs> Faye Jackson annual Gray Sweatpants Battle Royal. I hope to Indeed. have a heavy presence and last a long time and be heavy right there the in the thick of everything. Uh, all right. Oh, so that's, uh, yeah, I guess we're ready to talk to some people. Let's, um, Open this thing up. Why is there no angry emoji in this fucking Facebook t- uh, layout? Like, what kind of bullshit? Garbage. All right. Uh, again, let's uh, let's um, let's t- let's talk to Craig. I think this is Craig, who might not have been having the best day. I want to cheer my guy up. Uh, Craig, are you? Is that you? Are you there? 
No, it's uh, Johnny Come Lately. <laughs> Hi, Johnny. <laughs> What's up, Mr. Come Lately? How you guys doing? What's happening? Uh, I was hoping that Cam would throw his, his uh, sleeveless gray tank top into the ring instead of a, a sweatpants. We just, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you you bottomless? <laughs> bottomless in the match? In sweatpants match? <laughs> oh, okay. That's a bold move, man. Uh, do you know, you know Faye Jackson's from Toledo? I did well, not. Well, Hart, in spite of that, look how well she's doing. That's why I did know that. That's why I started though. liking her. Yeah. All those years ago, but yeah, I I love the I love the hearing about that that whole I think story. Bruce Mitchell put her on my radar three four years ago. Yeah, well, I mean that's yeah. his that's his division. It, it definitely is, but and the, but yes, that's how I got put on. Did you guys listen to yesterday's show with the Bruce Mitchell? No, what was the last week? I saw the um. I saw the title of this week. I've been listening to Lamonte Jones catching up on his stuff the last couple of days, so I, I have not listened to it yet. It was a Raw review, right? No, it was uh, open phone lines. They just had a bunch of callers call in. Uh, um, I'll, I'll give you a little spoiler alert. Uh, okay. I have three, two, one. Todd Mitchell. Todd Martin called in under a false name and and like uh kind of ambushed the podcast. It was pretty funny. Um, he can't disguise his voice. So like <laughs> he just had a he had a fake number and then was like hey guys, it's Todd. <laughs> it was it was really funny. But I, I enjoyed it. Uh and also um just shouting out other podcasts. Did you guys listen to the New Day podcast from I've seen the clip, the clip of on him Twitter. asking Big E about his dream match, and it's the funniest. Not only is it funny, but, like, there's nothing better than being in a room full of people who know your joke is coming. But, yeah. But, like, that's why they, they were. you. He's like, they why are you dying, man? It was amazing. <laughs> Two big meaty men typing me. Somebody who didn't know that was a joke just turned around and looked at me and shook their head because they're like, "What the <laughs> hell did you just say?" Yeah, every time. Originally, he said two guys with big titties, but he 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 like said it like didn't know if he could say titties, and so it kind of like trailed off when he said it. But like I heard it, and I was like, "Did he just say titties?" And then he clarified, big chests. And Wait, was, I mean, I, I know they're not going to be going there dropping F-bombs and, and, and talking, like, you know, about body fluids. But I would think on the New Day podcast, Big E would be, <laughs> would they, be able to say titties. I mean, they, on, the, on those ESPN podcasts, they censored the word dick. Because somebody said he he was being a dick, and they censored the word dick. So you never know. Some of these podcasts are weird. But that's the SPN choosing to go. We don't want to. You don't. You can say what the fuck but, you want. Yeah, but ESPN lets you say shit. Like on their podcast, they you can say shit on some of them. 
But you can't say dick. They chose to they chose to black out dick in the context of an attitude, like a personality, not a, a yeah. intended. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's it's a weird world, but no, but the the reason I was asking, you guys should uh take a listen and hear what they did you guys have any idea about what the New Day's like Kofi's entrance was gonna be for WrestleMania? Boy, you guys was heard that? coming to America? No. Oh, no, uh, uh, assumption. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. This yeah. was this was Kofi's. This was Kofi and New Day's idea. They had Mega Ran, um, and G One from Matt Mania podcast. They put together a song, and it is really good. And it was on mm-hmm. the I'm on the Matt Mania Patreon, so yeah. I heard it. I heard the song when they like right after they made it, they put it up on the thing. And it is really good. It was like this really, um, like who made the song? New Day made the song, or your, or those podcast guys made the song? Nah, Mega Ran. Mega Ran made wait, wait, the song. Really quick, really quick, Craig, Travis, were you at the uh, the comic book book club when I told them that we were like a friend removed from Mega Ran? Were you in the room when that happened? Um. Maybe or yeah. I, if I was, I I don't know who the fuck me, what a Mega Ran is, so I probably just was. Like, you would have okay. thought I told them they could have voted for Obama three times. Those white folks were so impressed. <laughs> he's um, you know, he's like video game nerdcore rapper, but he's on um, he's real good friends with uh, Derek and those guys from uh, Steel Cage. Who Craig and we've had this we had this conversation at the at the conference. The thing, no, 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 no. I think we had a similar conversation at that thing uh, at the at the history museum, the old spot. No, 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 the same spot. Okay, but when you were singing, uh, you know, all got friends in low places. That is there. Okay, yeah, yeah. And the guy from He Man was signing was signing stuff. The, the artist yeah. from He Man or something. That event, I think we Remember had the same conversation because you know, you know, yeah, everybody. the guy from PBR was was like harassing something. Mm-hmm. That runs out here was there and trying to get. It. But no, Craig, keep telling us the idea because I'm sure it was cool. Because everything he does is like super detailed and artistic. He's a, he's a very impressive guy. Right. I, I don't. <clears throat> sorry. Yeah. I don't really want to tell you guys the idea. I want you guys to hear them tell it, or the Matt Mania I'm, I'm guys not tell any it. More podcasts by time. I mean, I don't think I could do it justice in telling you, but it, it's basically um, they wanted they wanted it to be kind of a, a tribal thing, like a um, every everybody got us to this point and have like a oh, like huge Rocky Johnson and Farouk and you mean like that? No, like uh, like not 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 superstars like people and they would have like a 50 deep contingent with them going up to, you know dressed up going up to the stage with this different song and they made the song and and Kofi and and them they had all kinds of like input on the song they made little changes and little uh, like recommendations and it is a it's a really good song but hearing them talk about it on the podcast um was just really cool cuz you know, I, I talked about you know that that bar that was that I was watching WrestleMania at when MVP was there. 
mm-hmm. and everything. Mega Ran was there too. The the Matt Mania podcast was there, and Jobber Tears, and all those people. So it was just this. It it was like really personal, and I was like, that is so cool. They're talking about that that weekend, and you know all the everything. But it ended up getting they did what they did, and they sounded kind of like. I mean, they loved what happened, but it could have been so much, so much more, and that's never going to be able to happen again. So, what you know? was the actual intro that year? What did they do if they didn't do that idea? When you say it could have been so much more, what did they? It was. I don't. I don't even remember really. I was kind of basic. Yeah. I I didn't yeah, really. I don't. I don't remember that. that uh... Yeah, it wasn't the, anything the, like the, the, coming out of the cereal box. Right. right. Like coming out of the cereal box is probably their best WrestleMania uh, entry. Yeah, that's tough to, to outdo. That was awesome. Especially because it pulled yep. out, like tilted sideways. They didn't just like bust out the side. Like they got poured out like you would actually pour cereal. It doesn't. It's yeah. lessened. It's lesser. It's a lesser. A visual if if they just climb up the top out of like a ladder that's inside like yeah and they talked about they talked about what they wanted to do on like a other pod I can't I forget what it was but it was when when uh, Xavier was talking about it it was kind of I thought it was kind of corny yeah and then and then Triple H was like well what if we had you guys get poured out of a cereal box and they were like yes let's do that instead it was like, yeah were, okay. Nice, Triple H. <laughs> I mean, how awesome is it to be like to when somebody has a corny idea to be to not just be like, eh, that's kind of whack, but to be like, eh, how about this? <laughs> they they a wack ass idea, like, yeah, no, that's great, that's great. That's wow. I can't rec- I can't recommend that podcast yeah. enough because I mean, those guys are. I like watching them on TV and stuff, but when they get to be themselves and just kind of talk shit. Remember the conversations in – I remember talking to Wade in 2012, 13, 14 about Big E and his personality and how he has a quirky personality and mm-hmm. WWE just doesn't get it and they don't know how to – they don't know how to present him. They don't know how to market him. He's this, you know, big black guy, got a big muscle, big barrel chest, but he fucking big talks kitty. about My Little Ponies on his Instagram constantly. He's friends in a real friend way. Like, you don't think, you don't get the feeling he's creeping on, you know, with that. His relationship with Caitlyn was, like, like really awesome to, like, see, you know, so we'll just, I remember talking, you know, seven years ago, like this guy got something, and I don't know if they have the platform um, to get him over the way he, he, he could be. And then they created New Day. And then not New Day from the start, was it? I, I still think they're missing yeah, the boat on him. Like you say, he ain't over like he could be. He still ain't, even with New Day. Because I think he's the, I mean, he has the highest ceiling in that company. 
You know, people say Wait, Drew McIntyre. I'm like, no, roster? Big E. Yes. Oh. Damn. Big E has that's, the highest uh, ceiling in that a, whole company. That's a statement, Chris. I, I'm. That's. I'm just saying he has. He's has the personality. It's just his. He, they're not gonna. He's. He's so good in the ring. Like, I wish that. If, if somebody asked me, show me a professional wrestling match, and, and I just had to pick one out of nowhere that I thought wasn't too hokey, um, wasn't super flip-dippy to make them think it was super fake, I might show them Big E versus Daniel Bryan, genuinely, because it's that thing where two guys who don't look the same are out there being credible, you understand why they can compete, one guy's strong, one guy's fast, they're employing everything. He's that good. Um, and I think that the bigger thing is, you know, if Triple H was in charge, I think Triple H understands people more than Vince McMahon does. And so I think Big E would be in a better position as a solo act. I think his quirky personality would get over. Craig, I'm very much in agreement with you. I, I don't know if he has the highest upside, but me saying he doesn't is anti-black. So... <laughs> I'll say that he's up there with a Montez Ford and a Bianca Belair and a Keith Lee. Um, but, yes, he's that good. I, I, a lot of people around this Montez Ford um, thing, I, he should I, never, I get it. I get it. Update. They need to stop it. No more weekday updates. <laughs> it's tragic. It's How so many bad. times have they it's done that? So I saw bad. a screenshot. On Monday, it's so bad. It's a it's a misstep. It's a misplacement of their energy. Travis, you're the SNL guy, right? Yeah. I think a reason that weekend updates work so well is because the two people who do it, whoever they are, are playing it in a monotone, straight voice and giving you this crazy information very straightforward. Montez Ford is not a straightforward, low key person. He's on eleven all the time. It's a hat the on a hat. They have is right. Even if you said, "Well, so, Angelo Dawkins is, and he's the straight guy." Well, no, 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 no. That's not how we end up. They work because that's not how the news works. You don't have a straight guy and a color commentator, or a straight guy and a wacky mm-hmm. guy. You have two straight people, and then the weather guy, and everybody's straight, and they give you the news or the story straight. Sure, if a puppy I'm gets saved, sure. pulled out of a mud or something, they go, "Oh, they're they're human." <laughs> but um, we can update words, like you said, because you have two people in suits giving you information about politicians and celebrities and making it funny. And and they don't always deliver it with a straight face. <laughs> to, be, to, to, to just be totally and tell me <laughs> the most successful television or movie representative of a satire of a satire. It doesn't exist. You can't do a satire. Oh, right. You are satiring a satire. Yeah, you you are. That is that is a very. It's not great. Like you are, they already beat you to it. Like forty years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was gonna uh, talk about like the AEW NXT thing, and but I I don't want to take up too much time. Um, but I am going to uh, AEW next week in Cleveland. No, well, I, all right. We're not, not, not kicking you off. Well, I'll just say the one thing. 
is if NXT was going up head to head against Raw, which one would get more viewers? Well, um, well, they would have they would put NXT on what I, I don't know what they would put them on. How you, but just, how you just just them say them. they're two different. Pro- I mean, just say they're going to do it on two different channels. Which yeah. one would get more viewers? Raw would, I think. Raw, but but is Raw a better product? No. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, so so it doesn't matter if if AEW gets more viewers, it's it NXT. I, I've watched I've watched AEW live every week, and I'm about to be a Nielsen guy for whatever reason. And they keep oh Middle America face ass boy. What? Well, no, guess. I don't know. I I guess I just fit the demographic. They sent me two dollars, okay. man. I sent the thing it's back. They're gonna send saying. me two dollars. I was, being I, was a, I was in Nielsen home for almost three years, four years, whatever. I don't even want to like do it. I just think it'd be interesting <laughs> to find out how, like, because how how things change. They come in, they and, put something on you. Nothing, Craig. They nothing changes for you. They come in, they open your TV, they put a thing on your TV, and they just track. But didn't you used to have to? Didn't you used to have to write the shit down? Yeah, in 1940. Like, what the fuck, Craig? When I was I, a I don't know. Nielsen home in, in 2012, it was. I'm sure it's even less complicated now. Mine was in 20, uh, 10 and, 10, 2010 to 12 or something like that. Um, well, I didn't know they're going to send me five dollars. So that's all that matters. They sent me two dollars every two months. I don't. Know. They bought. Like they basically bought me a beer. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll pay yeah. attention. <laughs> and but, they would put it on my computer too. So. Oh yikes! Oh, oh! <laughs> Checking those text video stats. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, doing who is who is this camera you know, talking to? This great sweatshirt. Mm. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, I'm gonna be at at AEW next week. I think it's gonna be fun. Um, I don't think a I've watched AEW where, where, every city week live. Are they coming to Toledo, or you got to go to Columbus or wherever? So. Cleveland, and I'm Cleveland. getting a hotel there. I'm on vacation next week, so I'll probably call you guys from there right before the show. <clears throat> That's it. Yeah, sounds good. Thanks for taking my call. Talk to you later, Greg. Hi, Greg. All right, let's uh, – Mike, hang in there, Mike. I'm going to come to you after I read one of these emails. Start with Rashad. Uh, Rashad chimes in. It's good, fellas. So I'm catching up on Raw for the Royal Rumble, and I see the SNL skit. There <laughs> we go with the street property. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, it was bad. Those those guys are too talented in and out of the ring to be doing that shit. Especially Montez. What are your thoughts? Well, I think you <laughs> got our thoughts a few minutes ago, or at least Cam's thoughts. Can't can't parody yeah, I, to parody. Yeah, like Craig said, that's, that was that's great. Tough. Like Craig put that on perfect. It's not funny. They're more funny backstage, either just being with each other or interacting with other teams or acts. It's just not funny. Um, no, no, it's bad. And just you know, simple as that. Really <laughs> I don't think they'll do it, Travis. 
so fast, but Montez Ford is on a short list of crazy elimination escapes. Um, you know, I'd love for them to foreshadow something with him and or Ricochet. I'd love for them to foreshadow something with him or AJ Styles or hell. Like, and, and yeah, like I, I don't want them to break as a tag team, but damn, him and Andrade getting into it and just alluding to him being U.S. champ. Man, it would be great. It really would. By the way, um, you know how I'm kind of against, like, tweeting wrestlers directly? I definitely tweeted Rey Mysterio to ask if he was okay because he took a, a bump from hanging from the uh, the thing holding the belt to oh, like to be on a ladder belt. match? Like a yeah, that dropped Hook into or... him being on his shoulders with mm. a slow, with a, a momentary pause, and it was scary as hell. And he popped yeah. out of it okay, and I don't know how. They must have gave him a whole new skeleton when he got that knee surgery. Man. <laughs> now, are you against, Wolverine, man. Are, now, are you against adding, <clears throat> adding wrestlers in like a like tweeting at wrestlers, or are you against tagging them in fucking conversation? I'm against tagging them. I, I don't really like at them, cause, but that's more me. I don't want to talk to nobody. You know what right. I mean? Like, but if you literally just want to say congrats, Ray, or feel better, yeah. that's what it's there for. But, to, but to be in the middle of your Twitter thread and tag Batista, yeah. let's say, uh, <laughs> through shit, like, what are you doing? Especially nobody. Like, at least that per- that person was talking about a somebody. Talking about Dave McGowan, or not Dave McGowan, talking about Kaplowski. Um, but yeah, to be in just your normal Twitter thread talking shit to your fucking wrestling buddies, and then you at Orton in your fucking conversation. You remember that time when you fucking so Orton supposed to be like, yeah, yeah, that was, yep, I remember that. It was a great match, great finish. Thanks for involving me. What the fuck? Anyway, thanks for Shad for for the email. Uh, Jabron chimes in from Vegas. <clears throat> he says. Uh, what up, fellas? Uh, two questions for y'all this week. Uh, Trav, I have listened to you, to you for the past few months say AEW needs to sign some names uh, that people in rest, uh, some names that people in the wrestling world would know. My question to you uh, is, who can they sign if WWE is just about signing all the notable names on the Indies? I know they haven't already signed a lot of them before AEW. I know they already signed a lot of them before AEW became a company. But who else is really out there uh, for them to sign right now with a name uh, that we would all know uh, other than Killer Cross or Brian Cage? Um, okay. So at the risk of of, uh, of contradicting myself, I'm pretty sure I was always saying talent. They need to sign talent. Maybe, I, I, maybe at one point I did say specifically they need to sign real names. But it's about the talent, because they signed a bunch of people who I just don't think should be on national fucking TV. Certainly not now. Um, so so they just need to sign better talent, not people that are ready for TV, not these indie fucks. That, I'm so expressly talking. Um, but there's a ton of people out there. People
people that names I don't know because I don't, I'm not a talent evaluator and I don't scour the Indies for talent. But I do know there are better talents out there than Marco Stunt. Let's start with him. There's somebody on the Indies right now that could be drawing you a fan. Because I don't think Marco Stunt is drawing you a fan. There's guys out there way more talented than Joey Janela. Oh, sure, Joey Janela hustles and he puts on shows and you know, he's got that get up and go, but what the fuck that got to do with being a superstar on TV, drawing fans? Nothing. And Travis, let me let me piggyback your point. And who sent this email? Was it Javon? This is a Javon question, yeah. Okay, Javon, I'm saying this with all due respect, and, and this is not because you asked it. It's because people have asked it, and, and I want to make sure I get my point across. Asking who is there to sign is not a good question. And here's why. Billy Gunn's son is signed to AEW. It's a bad question because of that. And it's not your fault for it. It's a situation that AEW is creating. Like Chris Bay is out there. AJ Gray is out there. Myron Reed is out there. Like, and they're all objectively better than Billy Gunn's son. Like, whether you've heard of them or Jeff not. Jeff Cobb is um, out there. I know people might have some yeah, kind of contract. Regardless of how I feel about it, regardless of Jeff Cobb is a fucking rockhead who has <laughs> stupid thoughts about how the world works. He's talented right. as shit. Right. You know, like, like he's out there. Like, Effie's out there. Danhausen's out there. Like, they're signing you know, their friends, Mr. Brian. Like, literally, they're signing they sign all their family and friends. Who's good enough to sign. It's about they've signed, they'll sign anybody who isn't who they should find. So there's a million names of, like, I, I, I tweeted this every couple of days. Actually, I tweeted and deleted it, Travis, because I don't want to sound, sound stupid. Mm-hmm. It seems like every few weeks there's five or six guys I've never heard of that everybody seems to know that have these highlight tapes. There's a new guy every week. Who's good at wrestling? So, yeah, who should they sign? Somebody is the answer because they're out there. And and they it's their job to do it. Like me not knowing a guy is one thing. I have other shit going on. They're li- it's literally their job to know who's yeah. out there wrestling. I'm not a talent so scout. Somebody is always the Like Super Bowl is coming up in two weeks. Travis, as somebody who you know how much college football I watch, right? I can't tell you where any of these guys who played for the 49ers at skill positions came from. None of them. <laughs> I don't know these guys. Mm-hmm. And they're all good. So somebody is the answer. And a second question from Jabrian. With the Rumble coming this Sunday, do you think, do you think uh, we'll get any call-ups from NXT, not only to be in the Rumble, but also to be moved to the main roster? Well, if Shayna Baszler wins the Rumble, you could you could have your cake and eat it too. You could have her just all over the place. I think she's good enough to be all over the place. I think if you want her in a major part, major role at WrestleMania, she should be all over the place. Like you have to make her. She has what it takes. Now you have to you have to show everybody, and let's say shove her around every show three she should be on every show every week <laughs> you know from 
January from this next next Monday till the night after Mania, but she should be the most pushed act of 2020. Period. Yes. Uh, and and I don't even and I just mean that in the just pushed. Like Becky Lynch could be champion. This Roman Reigns could still be the but she should be paid the most uh, attention to by the company as far as like making sure she has the best, you know, rookie year she can have. Man, I never thought I'd be talking about Shayna Baszler like that. Fucking piece of shit. Uh, but yeah. So thanks, Jabron. Appreciate you. Let's head back to the phone lines. Is, uh, is, yeah. is Shotzi Blackheart eliminating Shayna Baszler from the Battle Royal the new champ loses on their way out. Like, is she getting well, no. special treatment? No, 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 no. Well, according, like, the way I called it last week, I was like, told Rich, I'm like, I don't know who the fuck Shotzi Blackheart is. I didn't particularly care for her, about her, but now I like, oh, shit. She eliminated Shayna Baszler, so I predicted this is going to be a, uh, this is going to be a TV, an NXT TV through February, and it's going to probably culminate at that Portland show. Mm. She's like, Yo, yeah, I don't think you do that just to you. not, I don't think you do that to, uh, to, um, to not have Shayna like, and her do something to get, yeah, I think that's, you know, yeah. I could be wrong, but I, I think she, I think her and Shafi have a, have a feud till, till February. Um, I think it's a part of, a part of, uh, yeah, like I said, she should be on all the shows and leading up to WrestleMania, and she should still be on NXT doing TV because, you know, she got obligations, and she that will make Shotzi Blackheart even more important in come February. You're like, damn, Shane Baszler just keep her ass on Raw or SmackDown, and here she is, oh, coming back That's how I would see it happen. Yes. Okay. So I've never heard her ever. Give me an impression. I said I've never heard her ever, but with the assumption that Shayna Baszler is going to move to the main roster, what does Jessamyn Duke sound like? Um. Because she has the most interesting look. Like she's lanky but wiry and has a different like, face and different like ears. She probably have a high progressive voice. Okay. Like so she should have, have an like in-between, system. you know, like, like, yeah, just like a, I don't even know how to do it. But, yeah, I, I, the, the sound that comes out of her face should be how she looks. And that's, like you said, wiry but also rough. Uh, Such a different look from anybody they've had. Um, but yeah. Um, right. If anybody, if anybody takes that, you know, like her, like Charlotte's a volleyball player in college. If anybody has that volleyball, you know, front line volleyball body, it's her. Yeah. there from mm-hmm. six, six one probably, and and just so slender, like 
I have, I have. When she starts bumping around, I'm probably gonna be like, when she did when Sasha was taking those bumps, you know, a few years ago. Like, man, can she hold up? So, we'll, we'll see. All right, let's talk to Mike up in, up in Brooklyn. Mike, what's up, fam? What up, fellas, fellas, Cass, Cam? What's going on, my guy? Little this, little that. Mike, always good to talk to you. Like, always. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, to piggyback off of y'all, you know, talk because it was, you know, interesting. This, this whole NXT and all that move up picture. I say that um, uh, Jessamine and uh, Marina comes up with uh, what's the name as like, you know, like a package there, yeah, like you know, like a back, like a back. Yeah. Oh, wait, here we go. Yeah, let me, let me, let me, let me. No way. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. And, just, and they just fucking with Becky all the way to, you know, WrestleMania. And that's when Shayna wins the title because once Mania comes, Becky would have had the title for a whole year straight. So, like, I mean, that one's great. Congratulations on signing with NXT. That's so here's an interview between with Jessamine. And, but Shafir's holding her baby. And, you know, so it's like out of character. Yeah, holding baby Roddy. Here's Jesse. Baby back breaker. Training and getting into the group here. It's become a part of, a part of everything. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. We've seen a lot of success. We'll see what she sounds like. I'm more like a promo voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, that's, that's why I stipulated, <laughs> oh, this is a regular interview between, you know, with three human beings. Or four as a baby, but you know, just standing there, not. I'm just a Duke brother. <laughs> you know, I mean, she's I don't know, <laughs> character and shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I ain't gonna change course on you fellas. Like, I feel like I'm gonna stick with my favorite to win the um the Rumble this year, and that's Drew McIntyre. I mean, my sentimental favorite. I mean, the person who I would like to see get his just due, but I don't think it's going to happen, and that's Joe. Like, I would oh, like man. to see Joe, because that would be that would be, that would be fire. Yeah. yeah. Nah, I mean, I love Coke, too, but, you know, Coke got his, um, his, his gold no, watch. No, no, I know. I mean, that's just where I thought you were going, and then you just, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah, like, the writing's clearly on the wall. Like, they had no... Desire or plan to even put them two near each other, and if he does, I believe Brock will eliminate him quick again. But um, yeah, I would love to see you know Joe in that you know position because just based on the promo work and what you know Joe and Brock could do out there, like that'd be hot shit. But um, it's just it's just something that's just telling me that they're gonna go to the well instead of trying to create it. You know what I mean? Put somebody new up there like Drew McIntyre. I think it's too early for Alistair Black because we don't even know who Alistair Black is. Just except for a mm-hmm. guy that sits in the in the fucking closet and, and, and tells somebody to knock on his door. Yeah, so you can have all the bangers, bangers in the world. Yeah. Talk about Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy being Raw Tag Team Champions beating the Viking Raiders. Yeah, I was not the cut off. Uh, yeah, they all tag. And I wow. see that being Joe and Owens. I see Joe and Owens versus those two at Mania. Joe and, o- Joe and uh, Kevin Owens versus uh, 
Seth and Buddy Murphy at Mania for the tag Absolutely title. Absolutely a built-in banger at WrestleMania. That would be so that'd be so off the fucking wall. That match would be so off the fucking wall. Because, I mean, regardless of what, AOP is good, but they ain't, they still ain't, they still got, you know, one to Wait, go on. Was that the Viking Warriors' first loss? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. They took well, it did off. They them, lose to, did they lose to the OC? I think they lost a non title no. to the OC. No? Okay. I believe so, yeah. I believe you might be right, um, Ken. I think they did lose a non title a few weeks back. Okay. Yeah, I believe you, you could be right. Um, with that one, well, uh, yeah, I mean, I would make that a mania match. Uh, Seth and uh, Buddy versus Joe and Owen. I would go Andrade versus. I mean, if if you if you want to take Ray away and you know put him in that main angle, or if you're gonna do match versus here at Mania, but me, I would go Andrade and Alex the Black. Because, you know, and it's a play on real life. Because, you know, as we know, Zelina Vega is black's wife. Yo. <laughs> Yo, her scratching his eyes in the back. She can't pull the trigger. When she can't pull the trigger oh, on the no, internet. No, no, no. You know what? So, I'll say that. this. I don't want to see that. Man. Yeah, they had, because they would be at They had a ladder match. I mean, they, um, and she injected herself perfectly. Like, exactly how she should have. Uh, yeah, she she was good there. But they were just dating or fiance, you know, it was yeah, just a, as you put a ring on it. <laughs> and they yeah, make videos not, together and work it out. It's just, yeah, that's yeah. blur. That, that, uh, I mean, but that and I don't trust WWE not happened. to make not to make that an issue. Instead of having the announcers or having Zelina go, <laughs> she would be. I mean. She should be like, either way, I win. Either my six-year-old right. <laughs> wins and he gets the winner's purse or the guy who who I get a direct percentage of. I'm going to get a percentage of either way. Yo, I can, it could be fire. I don't trust WWE to book that program without making it into a bullshit melodrama instead of yeah. Zelina Vega, businesswoman, first, wife, second. You know, that's how it's going to be, you know. Yeah. I, but no, I, I, again, think I, Paul, I think Paul Lee would make it, you know, and make it about the, you know, make it about the title. But um, I don't know, for the life of me, fellas, and for a funny knack, for like the past couple of days I've been feeling, I feel like, like I said, they're going to go to the web, dig back in the past, and somebody is going to um, win that rumble, whether it be in, I don't know. I mean, I would. I mean, at this juncture, you know, it would be laughable to say Dwayne, but I mean, no, who knows how he's going to and, and, and <laughs> come back. But and, I don't know. And, and yeah, that would be that would be epic, especially right now in this moment. That would be fucking fish hotter than fish piece right now. Would it? And also, I wouldn't. Yeah. Also, I wouldn't rule out Cena. Oh, I, would. I wouldn't rule out Cena. I wouldn't rule out. I mean, it's in his, you know, many of this year's in his backyard. He lives in Tampa, but I wouldn't rule it out just based on the storyline purpose that would make it, you know, epic. He's going for to break the record on Flair and also to avenge that fucking ass massacre that he got in 2014. 
You know what I'm saying? The the, the Avenged, that one massacre that he had. Cause that was a massacre. What? What massacre? What are you talking about? When uh, Brock beat him uh, for the title in uh, 2014, oh. for the Unified title. Yeah, and he, he didn't get it maybe but about two moves when Brock took the whole fucking match. But, I mean, I just hope they ain't going away at Tyson because uh, I just I just watched that uh, Crown Fool shit with uh, Tyson Fury, and I hope they're not going that way. That it shouldn't be. I don't know. Tyson Fury got a, match, a big fight in February. Yeah, him and, him and, uh, him and uh, Deontay Wilder, the rematch with so, uh, Deontay. Depending yeah, on. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, it's in February. Man, is in April, so. But I don't think I think he need to focus because if he get hit with that right hook this time, I think he's going to sleep. So I think he needs to focus more than he could on that thing. Tyson, listen, but, but Tyson Fury ain't gonna make it to WrestleMania. But that's my point. Getting knocked out February twenty second. Okay. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that is, I was trying to. I was trying to get in. Like it don't matter. He can train and focus for his fight. That's two months before or a month and a half before WrestleMania, if that's where they were going, it's do they, he better fucking win, or they're going to have a damn guy that got knocked out six weeks before yeah. uh, trying to fight and trying to cut promos about how much of a badass he is, and it ain't going to work. Now, if he beat the Andre which, you know, I don't, maybe, but then they got something. I mean, he barely, cool. he barely escaped, he barely escaped last fight. Like, once, Wasn't he, it hit him, once he hit him, yeah, but once he hit him late in that set, he took it all out of him. He sobbed him, waited, caught him. And caught him with that fucking hook. That boy hands is right fucking uh, anvil. Yeah, I heard Joe Rogan talking about how he's just like, I don't, I don't, I've never seen anybody. Obviously, yeah, we've all seen fucking Mike Tyson, who's considered the hardest hitter. Well, yeah, I mean. Like, I don't know. Man, but Tyson was 5'8". What is Deontay Wilder? 6'3"? I don't know. That dude like six seven. Oh shit! So okay, that that that. My point is six seven, six eight. Imagine, imagine if he had the exact same punching power as Mike Tyson did. Or even yeah, he's six seven. He's a monster. Five percent less. It's gonna feel way worse because that shit is coming from you know a, a eighty one inch arm instead of a seventy one inch right. arm. I don't know, whatever. If that's actually. This dude is a corn-fed monster from Alabama. Um, yeah. Um, and also, I'm here slides trying to. Get, to this I mean, day. you know, I was reading on. Yeah, I was reading on Deathman. Sly might be trying to cast him as um Clubber Lane Jr. in the um the third Creed movie. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean he's a hot. I mean he's a hot. He's been a hot. He's the hottest heavyweight we had in the West, in the U.S. You name a heavyweight, you know what I mean? That I can't name one. I mean, I ain't saying. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I can make, I, I mean, not saying better, but what I'm saying is you. that's making a little bit of noise, like, for that division. That division been in the shit since about 2003. Since the Lewis um, Tyson fight, that was – Probably the last big fight from the heavyweight. Lewis like that Tyson group. is on. I had my parents at my house over that night <laughs> to go watch that fight. Uh, 
had other people come through because I had the, the hookup, the black little black box on the analog cable box. And uh Yeah, I had the black box. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Boy, after that yeah. fight was over trash. I never seen the room of grown ass men just sitting utter silence. The only, it, it, that has only happened twice in my lifetime. That fight with the um Did the he beat Mike winning group. He beat the shit out of Mike when Mike yeah. said he, he he I can't I can't stop the jab. They like Mike, what are you doing? You taking all this man's best punches and why are you not fighting back? Why are you not throwing no punches? He said it's a jab. I can't take it. He can't. I can't stop the jab. Damn, Mike. Wait. The second time that sh- <laughs> the second time that shit happened was when um the street, the street when uh Brock took the street. I never seen other silence in the room with a bunch of grown people mm-hmm. and people were upset. People were upset at the street. I mean, because it was a part of our childhood from kids to grown men that damn street. Now, speaking of which, I hope I ain't dig him up out the damn grave, no pun intended, for him to come back at Mania. I hope he stay exactly where he's at. We yeah, don't need yeah. to see him from Mania neither. No. We don't need to see him as Mania. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting rumble. I mean, you got a lot going on. I'm, I'm, I'm also interested to see. I'm hyped for that World Collide show, too. I think that's going to be a killer show. They got some... Are you going to that, I am going to that. And what okay. I'm trying to figure out is, so the hotel check-in is not till 4, and we're leaving at noon. So we're basically going hotel, check-in, drink 15 drinks, walk 10 minutes to World Collide, mm-hmm. then see what the streets is talking about. But, yes, we are going. And I'm super hyped because, like, I haven't seen Blair Ripley, Tony Storm in person. Um, you know, you get swerved uh, for the Cruiserweight title. You get uh, Mustache Mountain and DIY. And then you get the eight-man tag. Like, that's a crazy, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Balor is fighting that Druganoff guy. Like, that's a crazy card. Uh, I'm really Right, that is a sick card. That is a sick card. Yeah, and um, cool I don't know if you guys read up the place to take over with, with that, and it's actually you know, well. And you know what's weird? Like, work, um, you, know. you know, me and Rich went to Worlds Collide in uh, in New Orleans, and Worlds Collide was literally a corner that wasn't occupied of the convention center that they were having access at, and so the Worlds Collide crowd was literally 200 people, you know, and now it's at the Toyota Center. And there's going to be thousands right. of people there. Um, so, you know, a whole different thing. But it should be a really fun time. Yeah, I'm so, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm hype about that show. I mean, I'm game for AEW and things of that tonight. And let me touch on that with y'all. Like, I feel what you said, yeah, real quick. as far as, like, certain cats, you know, not being stars on there. You know what I mean? Um, shouldn't be on fucking TV. Primetime example. It's not that they're, that, that they're not the stars. Sometimes you, know, you, you got to take six weeks or two months and turn somebody into stars. Yeah. You know, MJF wasn't – he's a star now because he's been on TV for, yeah. you know, three months. He was just a guy that had a bunch of potential back then. Yeah, you know, that people had, had been seen, uh-huh. seeing for, for a long time and knew he was good. Now he's on TV and he's a dude that was 
more people. I just don't think, I just don't think uh, Joey Janela or fucking uh, Riho or, you know, every, uh, pretty much everybody in that women's division are the people to, to, to do that, to turn into stars. Right. Right. Absolutely. This is why that women's division, if you can get a shit together, needs, definitely needs Tessa and a few others. To me, Jeff Cobb would fit perfect in there because I feel like Jeff Cobb should be um, – I, I think they could – he can't really talk too good. So I would say bring Taz in with Jeff Cobb and have – because he reminds me of Taz, and Taz is Tasmania. So I would say bring – Yeah, you know, bring him similar, in Taz look, have Taz. similar moves. Right. Yeah, I like – I would, and I would you, let, you know what's weird? I would let Taz be you a trainer. Hey, Mike, who slapped the shit out of, uh, out of Conan? Oh my fucking god! Um, psychosis two Travis. Oh my god! Oh my! They said it. Oh my fucking god, Travis! Oh my fucking god! I never seen the grown man get smacked so hard. Oh my god, Travis! She gave me a headache. He took his hat off and put it back on. Yeah, as if to tip his cap to the man who slapped him. (laughs) Yeah. But that's it. But but also in the same breath, it's like you get no point for smacking a dude that you know can't even defend itself anymore like that. Like this dude that had hip replacement surgeries and shit. I mean, I know yeah. a lot of people say he's an asshole, but it's like, come on, bro. Like you get no point for attacking it. You know what I mean? Like you listen, Conan is an old man now. Like he's almost a sixty year old man. Like you get no points for that shit, man. And Conan or Conan told the dude from what. I was being told what was translated is that, like, you talking about you not in triple A, like, I don't see any other fucking promotions, other promotions trying to holler at you either, like, so it, it, it's not Damn. just nobody blackballing you, nobody trying, nobody want to fuck with you, like, nobody want to touch you. I come Phoenix and, and Penta and all these Dragon and, you know what I mean, Roosh and everybody else, is, you know what I mean? It's getting signed. Nobody, you know what I mean? And, and on that... AW note, they um, I did read today that they are negotiating with um Lance Archer because he's um he's not even signed to New Japan, so he's free to you know negotiate with oh really we want then so yeah um they negotiating with him and then you know that uh Dallas like Trav can this dude. 360 turnaround. Like, I watched his match, his uh, Russell Kingdom match with uh, Mike. Mike, I would never correct you because well, 180. Uh, your attempts are always facing in the right direction. But 180. But it's a whole big difference from the kid that was in TNA to the man that we see now. I like and it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Another one I wish they signed, and not just because of his name and all that, his father, because the dude has improved vastly, and that's okay. Brian Pillman Jr. Oh, yeah. Brian Pillman yeah, Jr., I, I think, a, is going to be one to watch. One of much of a conversation is just me responding to a, a tweet. Uh, one a guy does, does a move. There's a big, a tall, long-haired guy. Uh, on the indies that does a move where he holds you in like a pile driver position, but he's on the apron and then he just takes a seat on the apron, you know, and his legs are banging like, you know. And somebody said, you know, why would you do this in front of 40 people? 
And uh, Pillman Jr. chimed in and was like, I wouldn't. And I was just, <laughs> you know, like, I'm not sure if they were running a shoot thing because then the, the man had a, had a response. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, I don't know why I felt the to tell that story. But I know you, uh, yeah, Pillman Jr., I think, is, I think does have a future. And, uh, yeah, yeah, all that's good. And, then, you know, he's also... You know, he's also a little buddy. He's, you know, he's real cool with uh, Jericho, too. Like, Jericho and them, you know, they kind of look after him because, you know, those guys are all friends with Brian. So, you know, everybody's pulling for him to, you know, to do, you know, to do well in the, in the industry. But as far as, like, and I'm going to leave off this note because I know there's other people, but as far as, like, champions right now besides Nick Aldis, I believe Jericho is the best in the business at 40. At almost fifty years old, yeah. Like this dude is just he's just off the charts with it, man. And I'm gonna leave off that note. Also, AW, you need to introduce that mid card title sooner than later. You got a lot, of, you know what I mean? Good gems in there. So I think right, it's time right. for a million people in that damn company. So yeah, right. I think it's time for Pac or Scorpio Sky to get a, you know what I mean? No, no, to push up. Don't encourage him, Cam. <laughs> I'm uh, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Wait, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's it for me. One more thing. <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> All right, let's get Darrell in here real quick. Just you know, try to be fair. What's good, uh, Darrell? You know. Oh, it's good, you everything guy. cool. Darrell, how the hell did y'all get another number <laughs> one quarterback? You got the number one quarterback in the nation to commit to Georgia again. How? They paid for him. They paid for him. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Who, wait, who's yeah, who's the boosters? The boosters be up there where my homeboy all work at. Um, all of them, me and their boosters, because where he work at is a, okay. look, where Ben Roethlisberger stay at. And they paid okay. for it. They were talking about it. <laughs> You're a bulldog <laughs> guy, right? All right? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, bulldog. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> what difference do it make? Uh yeah, so it's uh yeah. to piggyback off of uh, what Mike yeah. was talking about uh real fast um uh what they uh, them guys were signing fuck AEW and them trash ass guys that they signed signing and hyping them up all them who they all them who colors and, uh that who they trying to sign if they sign Brian oh. Pillman Jr. Lance Archer all them fuck them uh, trash ass people yeah and y'all should know why I say Cam should know why I say they trash. Because he just brought it up a few minutes earlier who they signed it and who they don't sign. I mean, sign. There's, there's guys out there, man. It's weird that, like, you know, Coach is on this thing where he's actively and publicly scouts Chris Bay. And, and I, I feel like that's supposed to be a compliment. You know what I mean? Like, and it could play out like that. Like, when they bring him in, he could be the guy when they bring you know, him in. That's Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my uh-huh. whole thing is this. It's like, okay, I don't have faith in you. I don't have faith in you, your brand, how you treat talent. And it's not based on anything you've done wrong, but you have no track record. So I'll be encouraged by you giving us teasers when something you do pays off. Like, the whole, like, wait and see is stupid in wrestling because we waited and tried to see for 50,000 storylines that never played out the way they were supposed to. So, no, 
I'm allowed to be skeptical until you prove me wrong, and I hope you prove me wrong. So, yeah, just do it. Yeah, and Scorpio Sky don't need no push. He, he can go on out of here could. if he don't know how to shut up. Coon of the he coon. Could. Yeah. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think he was that good in the first place. Oh, the only memorable thing about him is people forget. What I first saw him on, he was on the um, little, little little thing with Daniel Bryan now, and he was one having a talking segment when the Yes Movement got together. So, mm. yeah, <laughs> he can go on by himself. Hey, other than that, man, you know yeah. who's like perfect in their role? Zach Gibson is just perfect in his role. Like. That, that Gibson, oh yeah, but yeah. if yeah. exactly what they're supposed to be in the role that they are, it's Zach Gibson. He's perfect. They're driven hyping um, up Zach Gibson for. I love, I love the Grizzly on veterans. If you read my um tweets, I love them. I got yeah, them winning it all the way. I don't think Zach Gibson. He's just, yeah, he he does, and he's in there with Kyle Lowry, so I know this match is gonna slap. But yeah, mm-hmm. what you call it is the guy. He the guy that's the homeboy that um you have to go talk to the home the girl for, and be like, hey, my homeboy over there. And like, my man, like, oh, yeah, okay. he he he. Like. Okay. And he just over there looking. That's who he is. But other than that, man, I enjoyed y'all conversation, Cam. I hope you have a good time over there, in Houston, man. Get you one of them Houston hotties. You know what I'm saying? And y'all listen, were talking about gray listen. sweatpants. I hope y'all take y'all no, Viagra that day so you can um, <laughs> stay strong me or get your ginseng. Yeah. yeah imagine, Lettuce, cucumbers, yeah, imagine taking mayo, salt, and pepper. Taking a flapjack. <laughs> you don't want to be the only flat, flat crotched motherfucker <laughs> in there. No, no, I do. I sure. don't want to be. No, I do. You don't want to be the only hard guy. I'd rather show nothing than be. <laughs> Have the erection. No, no I got to let it hang, baby. I got to let it hang because you know why? You Ooh, can't wrap yeah. a man. You can't, you, you, you can't wrap a man who let it hang like that. I'm, I'm throwing all punches. No holes. That was the coolest statement, man. But um, it's good talking to y'all, man. I'll be trying to stay up on this, um, with y'all on Twitter, man. But them. I, I started back going back working with these kids, and these kids be driving me crazy, boy. Man, let me get 12 of these cookies. The kids be driving me crazy. 12 hey, hey, Dur- hey, hey Darrell, real quick, have you ever read Ready Player One? Yes, I have. I read it when the movie came out. Did you fuck with it? Yeah, I fucked with it. Yeah, I, I, I If I read it, then you know it's pretty decent. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. decent because I choose not to read too much different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I got you. Uh, yeah, I, it's it's it is fighting. It might be my favorite standalone book. I'm not gonna say it's my favorite because you know it, his dark appearance. It's, it's a series. It's probably more time and characters. But as far as standalone, speak on this too. Fiction books. This might be it. Maybe so far. And Trav, because this time I want to uh, – I don't know – I know you're not a D.C. guy, but um, yeah. I don't know if you read it, Cam, but um, you need to uh, read um, Batman White Knight. I've not read that yet. Mm. I heard yeah, that's an awesome tale. It's an awesome tale. 
um, and it got things to do with mental health and all type of other stuff. And oh, I'm finally, a real uh, life team of how bad. Instead of beating it, beating oh, into more mental health. You just you just told you just told the concept of it and how the um rich want to um <laughs> like Batman being out there doing what he's doing. Because they make money and profit off of it, oh. and how the Joker becomes reformed off of taking some pills. I don't know and become a, a lawyer. And I don't know. The who, I don't know who these new, or they're new, but this this crop of uh, DC writers. But me and Rich talked about been talking about it since we talked about the one, uh, Wonder Twins book. They are so wonderfully subversive, and they without. Look at us in our diversity. We're so cool. I got yes, you are, but you know, let it just let it breathe. You don't have to, you know, be like, look at us. We're so fucking aggressive. Uh, yeah. So, damn, that's damn, that's uh, that's tempting. To, I haven't I haven't read a Batman title since I, I fell asleep on the Dark Knight three four times. But uh, I'm not saying any more yeah. All right, that's a good place to end it. Appreciate you, Darrell. Um, thanks, everybody, for chiming in, tweeting, calling, emailing. Uh, yeah, we'll get it to y'all next week. Same time, same channel. Free folks, the ride is over for y'all. Uh, VIP folks, click over. Rich and I will be by for another hour or so of content. Uh, we're probably going to talk a lot about Ready Player One because I'm just obsessed. And Rich read it. And, oh, shit, can you read it, too? I could have been fucking... Blabbing my tongue already. Damn. Uh, too late. Um, all right. So we'll get it to y'all next time. Um, that's Cam. I'm Trav. Yeah.